0: Let's get on the ogin, have a bit of a sail around. And I could think of no one better than Tuke and a Burling. But, like, there's no room for Pete, unfortunately. So Blair joins us. Hey, Mr. Burling. Uh, Mr. Tuke, excuse me. I'm getting this one right, mm-hmm. aren't I? How are you, mate? Are you good?
1: Yeah, good, thanks, Darcy. Good,
0: good. Is that the first time you've been confused for him or not? <laughs> no, it's
1: happened once or twice. It's what happens in that much time to get over 10 years.
0: Yeah, the double-act day. We, we, we're talking to you, obviously, because the World Champs are starting uh, in Melbourne soon, but you've just been bobbing around in the ocean at the Oceanias uh, at the same venue, if you can call it that. Is that what you call it, the same course, the same track, the same venue?
1: Yeah, all of those things. We sail out of the same place and on the same bit of water. So, uh, yeah, pretty invaluable practice for us over the last five days. Um, heaps of breeze. So it's been, um, yeah, good fun and real good uh, real warm up.
0: And the forecast is likely for the wind to stay the same in the up- upcoming week?
1: Yeah, it's still a little bit like uh, a little bit too far out to get the um, exact forecast. Sort of six days out now, so once we get to sort of another three days away, we'll probably have a bit more of a locked-in forecast as to as to what we're going to see on the first few days. But um, yeah, it certainly uh, you know can offer up a bit of breeze, and um, you know that's what we've seen over the last few days. So pretty challenging sailing, but uh, makes it. Pretty good fun.
0: Is it hot as all hell over there?
1: Oh, we've had some classic Melbourne weather. Actually, we've had uh, first two days we were here it was 40 plus, blowing off the shore and just uh, ridiculous. It was like someone had a uh, hair hairdryer in your face opening the oven door. And then um, the next day was 16 degrees from breeze from the south. So um, yeah, a bit of everything. And I'm pretty sure we're going to end up with you know more of that over the, the time we race the world champs.
0: So you're satisfied enough with the the second placing there? That's enough of a lead in for the championship event. Yeah, it's
1: pretty uh, it's pretty important for us to get that uh, you know that regatta in the lead in it. Um, you know, f- for us who sort of spend a bit of time out of the boat, it uh, really helps us to get back into you know the the sort of. Um, form and, and that sort of thing, and the feeling within the boat, you know, that much quicker having a regatta, it just sharpens everything up, um, so yeah, we're, we're happy with the second place and obviously you come out of those things and you could have done a lot better and um, lots of work on, but we've got another, another, you know, few good days on the water before the World Champs start and we'll just fine tune things and, um, you know, hit the ground running come Monday.
0: Blair Turk joining the program. Uh, the Spanish beat you guys into second place and considerably. One of the guys in the office said, could you ask him where the Spanish came from? And I said, Spain, mate. And he goes, don't be so cheapy, but what do we know about the Spaniards? They're, they're not something that was uh, uh, bobbling around early December over here, were they?
1: Yeah, they, the Spanish boys has been going well for oh, pretty much this whole uh, Olympic cycle. They um, showed signs of um, you know, being an up-and-coming team at the end of uh, the last cycle before Rio, and you know they've been going well this, this whole... Four year period so they they finished fourth in uh, auckland and wow. um yeah they definitely won the ones to beat so they they go really well on the the big breezy stuff and um you know that they they certainly put down a good performance over the oceanias but um you know we're we have a lot to work on and um you know some nice little uh sort of target that they've um laid and we're looking forward to you know, going one better next week.
0: Is it comforting or alarming, Blair, that you've got a couple of Kiwi crews right up your tailpipe, uh, Beck and gun right behind you, what, McCarty and McKenzie behind you then as well, that's, that's a lot of strength.
1: Yeah, it is, I think it's one of the things that has enabled us to, um, you know, come in and out of the, the 49er over the last few years, is having that strong Kiwi uh, crew there, um, you know, really makes the training back home that much more beneficial and uh, and, yeah, it's helped us to keep sharp. So, no, it's it's a positive thing, that's for sure. But, um, you know, they're pushing hard to do the best they can too. So, you know, it really gets the best out of all of us.
0: Right, so you're prepping up for the defence of your world title that you picked up only a matter of, what, eight weeks ago? If that, maybe six. It's very, very short. We know that. Uh, confident? And how many times have you been asked about the ridiculously short turnaround between world championships?
1: Yeah, I've been asked a bit. But, yeah, it's a little bit weird. But that's just the way it is with the Olympics this year. Um, you know, they pushed the world champs to the start of the year to enable a good um, gap between. And, you know, with the world champs being in New Zealand in 2019, they obviously want to have that in the summertime. So, um, you know, as close to summer as they can. So that's, that's why the short turnaround comes. But, um, yeah, it's the way it was always going to be like that. So, um, yeah, we're ready just to get out and, um, you know, hopefully try and keep our world title for longer than just two months.
0: Well, how does this work re-Olympics? Because you've got that coming up at the end of the year. Is your boat already qualified? Do you qualify? How does that process operate?
1: Yeah, so the New Zealand spots um, being qualified, uh, the, the other boys did it uh, when we were still doing the Volvo. Uh, so they did that in 2018. Um, and the New Zealand selection still ongoing. So, um, yeah, all of these events are, are part of it. So we just, you know, you don't really concentrate on that too much. It's more just trying to put your best foot forward and trying to win the... The championship, and then you know, it sort of um, takes care of itself.
0: And what about the timing of these events? You already isolated what happened with the world championship. That's great. You've got the Olympics coming up toward the end of the year. How does that affect the way you? I don't know. Do you use tapering in this particular sport? How does your timing work out? How do you actually get that balance running with all these major events in the space of what, less than a year?
1: Yeah, this one's been a little bit uh, more challenging to, to do. Um, you know, we run a pretty busy schedule and. You know, we wanted to make sure we had a good couple of weeks off over over the summer period. So we, we did that and we came back pretty recharged. But obviously that means that you're, you're coming into these ones pretty hot. And, um, you know, we managed to get quite a few good sessions on the water back in Auckland uh, in between sailing the big boat and before we launched uh, the little new test boat. So, um, you know, we came over here, not quite where we want to you know, be, but you're always, it's kind of nice to have that um, energy to, you know, get back and, Feeling good in the boat again, so we're uh, you know we're happy to have this last this little Oceania uh, warm up event, which really um, gets us back into shape. But uh, yeah, it's not the exact lead in that you'd do at the Olympics, um, but you know having that two week breaks definitely helped us in the long run.
0: Talking with uh, Blair Chuk, second place at the uh, Oceania 49s 49, 49 FX and NACRA, then uh, heading into the World Champs, same bit of ocean. Uh, starting in a couple of days' time, you guys competing in around about a week's time. Uh, Blair, have you still got that filthy mullet?
1: Yeah, I don't know if it's filthy, but i still got the mullet. It's going pretty good. Um, yeah, it's been good for the uh, summertime. Don't have to use so much sunscreen or zinc on the on the back of the neck, so uh, she's still going good.
0: Well, I've got a filthy mullet too. My mullet's name is Carl. What's your mullet's name?
1: I don't know if it's actually got a name yet. Yeah, I don't know if it's got the status of. Uh, of you know, to get to get a name. But uh, maybe if I keep going for a bit longer, I can name it, but I don't think it's quite there yet.
0: Yeah, well, we'll start getting suggestions on 5009. Uh, what do you name Blair Turk's mullet? We'll let you know, and then uh, we expect you to start using that name in the shadow of the Olympics. How does that sound? Yeah, sounds good.